0: What is going on spectators? Welcome back to another episode. My name is Julian. I am here with Gerard and today we got the NBA draft to talk about. It happened last Thursday, I believe, and there was some very interesting stuff. It was one of the more entertaining drafts we've had in a while. We've had some winners. We've had some losers and we're going to talk about them. Gee, what's going on, brother?
1: How you doing, my boy? We out here chilling, mad, but chilling.
0: (laughs) Big mad, big mad. We'll get to that. We'll get to that, but like I said, the twenty twenty two NBA draft has officially passed us. It's always so crazy that like the finals happen, and a week later we get the draft. So we just get basketball content uh, for a while. Uh, Before we do get into the draft stuff, I do want to mention all the drama happening with Kyrie and KD, because that is definitely something we're going to be monitoring a lot. You're probably going to see a lot of our posts about it in the coming weeks. And essentially, Kyrie wants out. I don't know. Did you see the video earlier today where somebody interviewed Kyrie?
1: Yeah, and they were like, do you want to be in Brooklyn? And he said, pass it to my left. Well, that's my right. That's your left. But yeah, pass it to the left.
0: There was like, I don't know who was next to him, his wife or his girl or his sister. I don't know. But he was like, I'm going to pass it to him. And the guy's like, oh, you're going to lead the league and assist. (laughs) And he just wouldn't answer the question, so. I know that's not answering the question, and not answering it doesn't necessarily mean he wants to be out, but...
1: And the only team that has interest in him right now is L.A. Lakers. So... Which is really
0: funny that there's one team interested. Like, he, he came out with this list and had the Knicks and the Sixers and the Heat and... The Mavericks and the Lakers and just the Lakers are the only ones that actually want them. Because every other team is like, bro, we don't want what you're doing right now to happen to us in two years.
1: Exactly. Like, don't you don't What, this be your third team in four years?
0: Not only your third team, but this is the third team that you've specifically wanted to leave. So what's the ideal situation?
1: He just, he just missed his dad. That's it. Misses he miss- his dad. Wants to get back.
0: He misses Papa really bad. So much so that. He's okay with going back and playing with him now, apparently.
1: Yeah, you know, Papa can protect you, take care of you, get Wikipedia, you another ring.
0: get Put a roof over your head, get you another ring, exactly. He hasn't won one yeah. since leaving. Exactly. You know who has? Papa,
1: LeBron. Papa has a nice fat one, bubble one.
0: Bubble one. So that's going to be pretty interesting to see. I don't want to talk too much about how the fit goes there because that's just a whole different episode worth the content. But right. with Kyrie potentially leaving, that opens the door for KD to be leaving. And we've seen a lot of teams. I know the Blazers players have been pretty active. Talk about that. Recruiting. Bro, Damn, posted the the jersey swap. And then, like, some other, like, insiders posted it. And then he just quoted it. So his story was four of the same edit. And it was just him and KD next to each other in Blazers gear.
1: Yusuf um, Nurkic, he also, he quoted it too. So they out there recruiting because. I, and then, and then I saw a
0: really good tweet and it was like, Portland, you guys already had your chance. And it was them drafting um, Greg Oden instead of KD. <laughs> it's like, tough. man. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tough. Very like, tough. I, that's the way it goes, though. And so, yeah, KD might be on the way out too if Kyrie's out. Weird marriage over there. Two just the two weirdest guys in the NBA. But they're they're both top ten players, so we gotta we gotta deal with them. We gotta talk about them. Sadly, exactly. they're not just like I don't know. The Mario it's a sad, Chalmers. Sad day in Brooklyn. It's a sad day. Sad. In Brooklyn. Oof. Very sad. <laughs> Very sad, dude. And like little
1: brother energy going crazy over there.
0: I don't know because the Knicks didn't do too much greatness this weekend either. Or just yeah, you know, it,
1: it's a family affair. Everyone's family affair.
0: <laughs> we're all horrible. And so that's a great time to, to switch gears. The draft just happened, and I want to talk about winners and losers. And I want you to start it. Give me whichever you feel more passionate about, a winner or a loser. Um so we'll we'll stick
1: to New York because that's where we're at right now. Um the losers the Knicks. The the number one loser in this draft to me is the Knicks because I don't know what they did. It's been what three, four <laughs> days now, and I still don't know. I don't understand. So, so for y'all who don't know who didn't watch the draft, here's what happened: the Knicks come in with the eleventh pick of the draft. That's what we have. They had for like a week straight. We're talking about they're trying to trade up to go get Jaden Ivey. They're trying to take it with the Kings or the Pistons or one of those two teams to get their pick, right? The Pistons said, we're not trading. The Kings said, we're not trading. So whatever, we don't get Jaden Ivey. Move enough. on. Yeah, fair enough. Then we get to the 11th pick, and there's a lot of talent there that we could go for. And we trade it. We trade the 11th pick away. Um, Believe we, was that the one we traded to? See, this is where it gets confusing. This is where it gets totally confusing. Trade it to Oklahoma City for three, Oklahoma- future
0: tra- for three future draft picks.
1: Yeah, so we have three future draft picks. All two of them are project are protected. So one is the Mavericks pick, which is, I believe, they're not gonna be anywhere in the top 20. So that's probably gonna be a bad player. The second one is the Pistons pick, which they get to keep if if they're not in the top. If, if they're in the top 20, they get to keep the pick. So more than likely, we don't get that pick next year. With the whole protected pick and whatever stuff the NBA has going on, and then the Wizards get to keep their pick if it's in the lottery. So is the is the if the Wizards don't make the
0: playoffs, which they they get to keep their pick, (laughs) which they're they're not not going to. Which they're not going to.
1: So that's three picks next year. We get to keep the Dallas one, and then then two of the picks are moving back a year or two. And we could have got Jalen Duran, who is probably the best. Second best, probably the second best center in the draft behind Chet, because Chet went number two. Had a chance to get him, and we traded him to the Hornets for another pick. I don't even see it. It is just, it's aggravating me because I don't, I still don't understand it completely. And then we un, we unload our Kemba Walker contract, which honestly isn't even that much. It was like the cap hit
0: was like, Eight, like nine eight, million Yeah, year. it wasn't, like, crazy. And we unloaded him. It was the last year to contract, too.
1: Yeah, for nothing.
0: Like, we nothing. for
1: more picks. Like, And it's just actually very frustrating because the Knicks are a team that, for the past two years, have been teeter-tottering between being a good team and being a bad team. They just want, like, a star away, a young talent away from, like, taking that step to being a good team. And we took three steps backwards.
0: Yeah, and, and
1: I then, mean... I'm sorry. I'm not. No. One more. I got one more thing. Good, and then they good. send like, they send out some whatever tweet the, from like, press release. Yeah, talking about, well, we are working really hard and we're trying to grow our talent through free agency and this like the way it should be. And I'm like, no, the way it should be is you get these start you get these studs in the draft that you develop them like the Warriors have like, like the Bucks have with Giannis like stuff like that's what you need to be doing, not going to get we're not we're not a trade we're not a, like a free agent destination right now no no one wants to come play for new york no one wants to play for tibbs nobody no one wants that embarrassment so you have to go draft these players and build them up like we're doing with rj like we're doing opi like we're doing it quickly but i hate the knicks so much it pissed mm-hmm. me off <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I mean they they shed salary caps so that they can try and get a free agent. There's really not a whole lot of free agents. Oh, you expect oh to be Jalen Brunson. That, I, Jalen Brunson? You're yeah. not happy about Jalen Brunson? How did I forget? But that's that? not part of the draft. So like, that doesn't that doesn't work itself in. It's just the draft.
1: Yeah, yeah, but like trading Kemba to get Jalen Brunson to sign him to a four year, a hundred million dollar contract. Come on, come max on, New deal, York.
0: baby, max money,
1: Jalen Brunson. Had a, had a couple good playoff games. Average 16. had a couple very good.
0: had a couple very good playoff games.
1: Yeah, because he's. You
0: know, <laughs> never, never mind. Nah,
1: <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's very
0: easy to drop 40 when they don't game plan for it's, you. But that's a different story. It, it is a different story, and you know we could go on about it all day. I'm actually going to go another loser as well, and mine's going to actually teeter off of that Knicks one because in that 13th pick ordeal that we still don't fully I. Passant, not Pisan. um Passan. wrong sport. Uh, shit. Yeah, Shams <laughs> and uh, Woes tweeted different things about what happened here. One said that Duran was going to the Knicks. One said Duran was going to the Pistons. He's going to the Pistons, but Charlotte was involved in this deal. And essentially, they traded away the 13th pick or the 11th pick, right? No, it was 13th. Yeah, it was 13th. 15th, yeah, yeah. It was the 13th pick of Duran, Duran to the Pistons, which is a fantastic for the Pistons because their two guys that they had on their board, which we'll talk about them earlier. later, was Ivy and Duran. Duran was the better center prospect. There was three good centers in this draft, and they wind up getting Mark Williams. Mark Williams, I think, is going to be a pretty solid player. He fits a need for the Hornets, but they get him at the 15th pick, and when they send out the 13th pick, you know what they got? You know what they got? They got a first round pick next year for the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets have the two time MVP with their second and third best player coming back next year. They're going to be top five to eight, depending on whatever Vegas sees in Vegas odds. And there's no reason that Denver shouldn't at least be preseason one of the favorites to win the finals. There's no reason. So you trade out of 13 to get a pick next year to get a guy who's worse at this position when the the better guy was right there, the better fit, the better playmaker, the better shooter. And I think Mark Williams is going to be great He's a defender. He's a rim runner. But, like, you could but have had it. all that plus some because that's what Duran is also. And you get a maybe 30th overall pick next year.
1: Maybe. And it's crazy because like how you're saying comparing the two players, Durant is Jalen is a lot more versatile than Mark Williams. So Mark much Williams more. is gonna be just run the floor, block, dump. Run the floor, block, dunk. Jaylen's which isn't a, a better, bad
0: thing. There's, uh, there's nothing wrong no, with that. No, which
1: is it's fine like that. If you if that's how you make your bread in the NBA, that's how you make your bread in the NBA. And every team but, needs one of those, like good. Exactly. But you could have had both of them to be
0: honest. You literally could have drafted both, literally.
1: You literally could have, and then you could have. So with Jalen, he's a better shooter, which is very is highly coveted in this NBA, where you have to be able to shoot. Then you have a better defender. So with teams, a lot, a lot of teams like to run pick and roll, pick and pop. Jalen can, can cover both. He can both defend of those. the
0: smaller guy. He's yeah, a little quick. He can quick. cover
1: both of those. He's a little quick. Mark, if Mark can only cover the roll, if it's a pop, you're screwed. If it's a pop, if it's a switch, Mark is on an island and. Big man on island means free bucket. And then you have someone who's just an all-around, in my opinion, better player. Like, nothing wrong with Mark. Like I think Mark is good. But you pass up a better player to trade for a a player who won't be good next year because it's the 30th pick.
0: Nah, it's it's weird. You pass up on the better guy for a worse pick. Could have had both. Hornets are pretty significantly a loser to me. And again, it's not because Mark's bad. It's just like... The value makes no sense.
1: I hate to be that guy. I just got a notification from Windhorse, Brian Windhorse. Okay. It says, Brooklyn reports that they would rather lose Kyrie and Katie than go through what they went through last season. (laughs) They would rather ship both of those guys out of Brooklyn before... (laughs) before they have to endure what they just went through last season (laughs) so katie and and Kyrie consider them gone this is the spectators reporting this to you guys live they are gone we don't know where yet they're done they're Season gone. tip off, they will not be in Brooklyn,
0: bro. That's so funny because have you seen the meme where it's like the the guy who's like beaten and battered, and he has like the hat on for his team, and it's just like, yeah. why do you keep putting me through these tests? And then it's like God next so to was like, how are you still alive? <laughs> yeah, like I'm supposed, you're supposed to be
1: dead, bro. Oh man, sorry. It's just, I got the notification. I had that's... to feel like I had to report that since we're talking about sports and. Do no, my good. due due diligence
0: here. No, that that's very good. Shout out to Win Horse for that one. Oof! Wow. Okay. Well, now with that, there, but... with that, <laughs> uh, do you have any winners? <laughs> We're talking a lot yeah. about
1: losers. Um, one of the winners I have is Detroit,
0: as, because, as we touched on that earlier. Yeah,
1: because they, the rest of it, you have Cade Cunningham. Katie Cunningham is very good, very good player. Was in the running for Rookie of the Year. Eventually got beat out by, was it Mobley, right?
0: No, Scotty Barnes.
1: Scotty. Scotty, regardless, both of those really good players. But you got beat out by someone who's better, I mean, at this time. But Cade Cunningham was number one overall pick last year. He's a dog.
0: Dog. Yes, Sadiq Bey. Dog. Who who looked really good at points last year. Yeah, exactly. Did he get a 50-pointer? Like, okay, Sadiq.
1: Okay. Exactly. Looked very good. Then you get... Jaden, Ivy, J I V is who I think most of these later round, like later pick teams wanted. And for some reason, the Kings mess it up, and took Keegan Murray, who Keegan Murray probably better. He'll probably be the better player next year. But then after that, that'll be it. So you pass up on like so they whatever he falls into their lap, he gets him at the fifth pick.
0: Dog. Also,
1: Jalen Durham.
0: Second best Dog. center in the draft.
1: Dog. Yeah. And you're going after DeAndre Ayton in free agency.
0: No, you're not now.
1: I mean, he still might. Wouldn't be surprised if they if they still try it really? because you have four dudes on rookie contracts.
0: I guess. I guess here's the thing, right? Like they have money for a max deal, and that this is partially why they're such winners. I actually think Detroit could maybe be competitive next year. Like and this you get rid
1: of. Grant's contract. I mean, Grant's a good player. I love Grant. He's
0: a good player, but you get rid of his contracts and now you have room for a max. You have Cade Cunningham coming off into his second season. The second half last year, he looked fantastic. Amazing. I think Jaden Jaden Ivey, you said Keegan Murray might be better right away. I don't even agree because I think Cade Cunningham is going to take the pressure off of Jaden so much because Mm -hmm. Kay is more of a playmaker type of point guard he obviously can get his own shot but he's he's a playmaker and mm-hmm. that was kind of the one flaw with jaden Ivey. i think people weren't sure how much of a true playmaker he would be because he's such a he's such a like good shooter for the most part and he, he's so fast and quick that it's like is he really that or is he more of a deer fox kind of guy i think he's more of a deer fox with a little bit of a j they kind of complement each other really well at the one two guard then you get durin so he can stretch the floor a little bit with a center that can actually defend. Also, Jaden Ivey, I think, is actually going to eventually become a good defender.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, like you said, Sadiq Bay. this team could be very good if they go out and get a Miles Bridges, if they go out and get a DeAndre Ayton. Sadly, they're going to be a max deal, and I don't think either of those guys really should be getting max deals, but that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. But they become a pretty decent team at that point.
1: And DeAndre Ayton, he's a good player. He just fizzles out when you need him the most, at least he did for the past two years. But regularly seeing DeAndre Ayton's really good. So he can get you at least over that hump to get you back into contention, maybe not make the playoffs this year, but you can be fighting for that spot. There's no more playing this year. So it's just top eight, make it, that's it.
0: Also keep in mind, if Ayton goes to the Pistons, and it's not a great comparison because Chris Paul's a Hall of Famer and Devin Booker's like an elite scorer in this league, but... The Pistons have more guys that can get a bucket. So Aiton won't be the three option over there.
1: He'll he be the four five, or
0: five option. And he can be happy. And that's exactly what he needs to be because he can't shoot. This is not a he shooting can, center.
1: He can literally just be like a 12 and 12 kind of guy.
0: He can be a Mark Williams. <laughs> but that's has to have the
1: ability to get a bucket whenever, like if he needs. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. and And that's so fine. And like, Again, I don't think that this team's going to be better than the Suns next year, but I think that fit is better. Right. So.
1: Yeah, that's, that's my number one winner for the draft.
0: Yeah, Pistons, Pistons had a good draft. They, they had a really good – those are the two guys they really wanted to. Um, a winner for me as well, it, it could be really easy to say, um, you know, like the the Magic, they had the one pick. They got the guy who I think has the highest ceiling in the draft outside of Jaden Ivey. I think Ben and Ivey have the two highest ceilings. I think those guys could very well be stars. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with the Rockets. And it's not because of anything they did, it's because they wanted Bancaro. And I think Bancaro is great. I really do. But Bancaro kind of needs the ball. And Jabari doesn't. And Jabari's a better shooter. And this team By needed far. some shooting because they have a lot of playmaker guys who are like uber athletic and kind of need to get to the cup. Jabari can shoot, he can defend, he's uber athletic also, so he kind of fits that Houston mold that they're making right now. Mm-hmm. And I think uh Bancaro would have slowed him down, especially on fast breaks. And I don't think he would have been a bad fit. I think he would have been great there. But Green makes or not Green, uh Jabari makes way more sense with Jalen Green. With KP. Mm-hmm. And this team could, like, slowly start to turn a corner. Uh, it sucks a little bit that Jabari's more pro-ready right now. Because I don't think this team is pro-ready. Mm-hmm. But I... The number one overall pick fell to number three. And you... How can you be upset about that if you're the Rockets? Right. Yeah, no, I
1: 100% agree. I think... That was my second winner, was it was it was the Rockets and the Magic because um I said this before, I don't know if it was on the show if I was just talking to somebody.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I said it'll be best for both teams if Jabari goes to number three and Bancaro goes number one. I think Bancaro is a better fit with the Orlando Magic. Orlando Magic have more of like slower pace. They are looking for that one person, you know, that can take over the that can take over, you know, Cole Anthony. You know, he's a UNC boy. I love him. He's still... He's not that. He's he's a great player. He'll be a good role player. He'll be a good starting point guard, I think. But he's not going to be that guy. And then... Um, Jalen Suggs, another one. He's a good... He's going to be a good guard for the Magic. He's not that guy. And they never... they So their guards are set, but they've never had, like... They've, they always go for the big men, for whatever reason. Orlando Magic they love to love go it. for big they men who it. end up... Not being able to do anything with the rock, right? You go get Mo Bamba, can't really do anything. You get uh, Jonathan Isaac, good players, always hurt. And even him, like he was
0: catch and shoot, if anything else. Like he's not like a playmaker at any. You
1: had Aaron Gordon traded to him, and Aaron Gordon was just athletic. That was really about it. You have um, Wendell Carter Jr. now, who is just boards and defense. That's really about it. Now you have Paolo Bencaro, who I think is probably going to be, offensively speaking, he's the most versatile offensive player in the draft because yeah. his size, yeah. he's 6'10", he's like, he's 250. But whenever he has the rock in his hand, he looks like he's 6'5", 190. Like he's very fluid with the ball. He can score from all three levels. He can get to the paint. He can score off the block, off the post. And he can shoot a decent, Like he has a decent shot. Mid-range, really good. It could it,
0: it can develop, certainly. Yeah,
1: I have to work on it. So, like, they got a dude who's ready to be just that dog. Like, he's a better ball handler than I think Jabari, uh, Jabari Smith is. Jabari Smith is a better shooter, better D. He's a better... He's,
0: he's a like, better he's a more.
1: He's a more NBA-ready player than Paolo is. Paolo's going to have to become that dude. But the fact that you have someone who's offensive-minded on the Orlando Magic and who you can give him to give a bucket at any point. He averaged 17 points a game on 50% shooting last, on almost 50% shooting last year at 6'10". So that's crazy. And he pretty much single-handedly carried Duke to the final four.
0: Yeah, he really did. So, yeah, um, the Rockets, it's crazy talking about the Rockets and the Pistons actually making, like, good decisions. Not that I, I don't think they've ever been, like, truly poverty- Although the Pistons kind of looked that way for a while, it's not really their fault. They've just had busts. Like you can't control mm-hmm. four years of top seven picks not working out. Like Exactly. You know, because they were they were always picking the best guy available. So it's just kind of the way it went. Um, but they look like they're turning the corner. It looks like the Rockets are turning the corner. And the Magic may might be having something cooking. I don't know, but that's that's the cool part about the draft. Like these bad teams kind of upswing, right? Mm-hmm.
1: And they both win for not drafting Chet.
0: They both win for not drafting Chet. And I think that goes to my next winner is going to be OKC. And I think OKC was, in fact, a winner because they were the only team in the draft, the entire draft. Maybe like besides like the Wizards or something like that, like that was far enough away that could take a risk on Chet. And if Chet doesn't work out, the Thunder are going to be fine. Like the Thunder are going to be good in six years. I don't care who the superstar is going to be. I don't care if none of the guys in the roster aren't there anymore. They will be good because they have 30 first round picks. It's going to happen. There's too much talent in the draft that they can't miss 30 times. You just can't. Right. It's not going to happen. So you get Chet. Ceiling is insanely high. The floor is he's not in the league in 2 years, right?
1: Yeah. Darko Milicic.
0: Take that risk. Awesome. If we look back on this draft and we say Chet Holmgren, wow, what a bust. I don't even think OKC fans are upset. Like they're upset because they don't get Jaden Ivey, maybe. But like, are you really? I don't know. Uh, but only then,
1: who's like you said, who really needed a center like that too? Yeah, like it's not gra- bad.
0: Nobody. And so they wind up trading in to the 11 pick, and they get Usman Dieng, who's European guy. I honestly don't know too much about him. So I'm not gonna speak on him. I I, just, I don't know a thing about him. But they get him and they don't give up the 12 pick in this draft and the picks they give up tie into the Knicks being losers with the picks. They gave up two of them are conditional that aren't even going to pan out next year. So they give up dead assets to get maybe somebody good. I don't know, but he's the 11th overall pick. Right. And then they get Jalen Williams at the 12. And I think they really wanted Jalen Williams.
1: And they yeah. also get Jalen Williams in the third in the second round too. Yeah. To get two Jalen Williams, just so different.
0: Very odd. I don't like that.
1: J a y l i n and J a l e n. How Jalen do you put that on jerseys? Or are they the just putting
0: Williams and we're guessing? What's up? Like if on the jerseys, like are they putting just Williams oh. and we just?
1: Ah, see that's the thing. Like because usually if they have two like same last name, you put like J Williams.
0: But you can't do that.
1: But you can't do that. Like, you have to put legitimate first names name. Out.
0: Just Jalen and Jalen.
1: Yeah. No If They both become raw and they both are putting up 20 a game. Their slogan could be Jalen and Jalen for the people.
0: Ooh, I was thinking Jay Will squared. Ooh, see? You know what I'm saying? We already got the nicknames for him.
1: Oh, okay. See, look <laughs> at, we like it.
0: Yeah, we like it. I, I don't know. I thought there were winners. I mean, they're so young. That mm-hmm. seeing them finally use these picks, like this is the first draft that they didn't trade back and try and get more. They're like, Okay, let's use them now. Right. They're the youngest team in the league. They're gonna keep filling in players until the Josh Giddy's prove themselves and Josh uh, Giddy. The, the Poveskies start proving themselves, you know, like they have a weird like the Ludorts, like they have been getting some kind of hidden gems and it's it's kind of nice. Yeah. So winner. Um, do you have another winner or loser? Doesn't matter which. We don't have to keep going back and forth like this.
1: Um, honestly, not really. Like, this like like we were talking about it before we started the, like on air. It's very hard to like predict who's going to be a winner, who's going to be a loser. Three days after the draft, like you really won't know. We until... haven't even
0: seen a workout. Summer league hasn't yeah. started. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's like it's very hard to see who the winner or losers are, but. The Knicks, obviously, a bunch of losers. <laughs> bunch per of losers. usual.
0: Losing, dude, sometimes you wake up and you're a loser. Like there's nothing you can do. I
1: and mean, that's just that's a New York state of mind right now, except for the Yankees. Shout and out to rod Hold on, and the Mets. Uh, not A Rod, I'm sorry. A ron
0: A ron I have another news thing to just wanna say. Apparently Le'Veon Bell and Adrian Peterson. Yes. Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, AP, and whatever Le'Veon is, um, are in talks for a potential boxing fight next month. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that I, Let him have it. I got AP have. all day, right? I don't know. Le'Veon, I feel like Le'Veon oh, is numbers. just... Did you see those marks on AP's kid, bro? This is a known abuser. Known abuser versus just Le'Veon. I'm taking the abuser in a fight. I I, I feel like (laughs) Le'Veon in a fight. I feel feel like
1: Le'Veon is just very angry. Yeah, he's a lot of pent up aggression. He hasn't let it out yet because this man went from being at the top of the hill. To having to fight AP, this to stay relevant.
0: <laughs> like, Le'Veon two it took rounds. like two years. Leviana 2? Leviana 2. <laughs> Off
1: <Le'Veon in two. laughs> <All for> of pure <laughs> anger alone and embarrassment.
0: <laughs> what a ridiculous notification to get mid episode. My goodness. That. My goodness. Um, my last winner for the draft, and I think this is a pretty good thing in general for the NBA is the uh the G League and the G League yeah. Ignite team in particular uh they they put this Ignite team so that people didn't have to go to college if you didn't want to if you thought you were good enough and you wanted to play professionally you go to Ignite you get drafted out of Ignite and it works out we had three Ignite players get drafted this year one 8 overall with with Daniels and then mm-hmm. uh Bo- Beauchamp I think yeah, and uh and Jaden Hardy so big shout out to the to the ignite last year we had jalen green and kaminga come out of that so there are guys coming out of ignite and it's really cool to see these guys t- risking like taking a risk on themselves or taking a chance on themselves <laughs> and it working out obviously it doesn't work for everybody but it is cool to see that there is a path without right. college. like I,
1: I love how the nba is they're having this whole developmental thing now where you can, get, you can become NBA-ready without having to go to the draft, and listen, at least until they start doing the one-and-done things again, which they might end up doing that, I think, sooner than later. But until then, having this G League, you go... I mean, it doesn't really matter as much as far as the money side because there's NIL deals. Obviously, you'll probably make a little bit more in the G League. But being around professional talent compared to like you just standing out far and above everyone else in college helps you prepare for the NBA. You're playing against grown adults who some of them have already been playing in the NBA at some point. So you get to go see how you handle against the bottom tier NBA players.
0: Yeah. And obviously it could do some damage too, right? I think I remember seeing Jaden Hardy was going to be like a top pick. Like I remember people said he might be a lottery pick coming into the year. He had his Mm -hmm. G league year. It wasn't the best. He kind of struggled. You know why he's playing against professionals in the G league. Like these are other guys who have been drafted. These are good players. And so, it there there are struggles that come with it, but it's a it's a risk, and I think that you, you could be a better player from
1: overall. It. I think you get a better understanding of who that player is going to be in the NBA if they decide. Which to Which is go why to that, their that stock G-League
0: will route. will fall so much because it's like okay, well, this is that type of guy, and then like
1: yeah, like we're in college. Like Hardy could have been averaging twenty points. Yeah, but. Works out how it works out. And also, shout out to, like, international players now. I feel like over the past couple of years, the amount of international players being drafted into the NBA is absurd.
0: There's, like, one or two in the lottery every year.
1: Exactly. So, the NBA is no longer just American-bred talent.
0: Very cool. Back to
1: the past, what, three MVPs? Three. Past three-year MVPs. Well, Giannis one back-to-back, too, right?
0: Four MVPs in a row.
1: Yeah, have been International. European.
0: Yeah. European big men. Where did that come from? <laughs> we, we were we were like guard heavy for a while. Nope. Nope, Now
1: Best players in the league are big men.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah, true. So, you know, we'll, we'll uh, look out for it again. It's kind of hard to see who's winners and losers just a couple days after the draft. We'll probably have this episode again in like six months when like they actually start playing games. But Summer league, baby. Summer league, baby. Summer league is actually really fun to watch. So I can't wait for that. And you know, uh, I do want to mention this. I know you weren't going to, but I will mention this. Shout out to the Colorado Avalanche for winning the Stanley Cup. That's I don't know who they are. The end of our NHL stuff.
1: I don't even know. Don't even care. (laughs) I want.
0: I I hope you guys are proud with how we at least semi-covered hockey this year. We did it. We were better.
1: We're we're starting something new, but shout out
0: to the shout
1: out to the Avs. You know, all good things. Must come to an end, I guess. Tampa Bay Lightning, two games away from a three-peat. Hasn't... So close. But, hey, uh, we're down Braden Point. So Chernak was hurt, like, two games out of these six-game series. So two of our main people down. And the Avalanche probably played some of the best hockey I've ever seen. Yeah, never really. So, And then the Lightning had to beat three win teams just to get... To this spot to play another 50-win team. Brutal.
0: Gauntlet. Yes. Also, uh, I do want it to be known. Shout out to my man Perry from the Lightning. He has lost the last three finals. He was against the Lightning the last two years, and then he joins the Lightning because he was sick of losing to them, and then loses. Three straight boring. Stanley Cup losses. Pretty tough. That's hard Corey Perry. Super Corey Perry heartbreak. is the reason we lose this. He yeah, just,
1: 100%. Yeah. Like, you went to Dallas, you lose. You go to Montreal,
0: you lose. you
1: lose and you come to tampa you make us lose dude i was, i, I was had spite my boat it was actually spiteful ready. it was spiteful the, the boat parade outfit was ready the hoochie daddy shorts were ready it is hoochie daddy season the hoochie daddy shorts ready for the boat parade i was finna show quads and hammies <laughs> and a little bit of glute there's been <laughs> a little it was finna poke out a little bit but i can't now because of Corey cory no, thanks can. Corey. thank you Corey.
0: also shout out to old miss for winning the college world series Got a shout Toddy, out. Hotty Toddy, 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 Toddy. Toddy. The championship stays in Mississippi. Mississippi State last year. old Miss this year. That's kind of interesting. I feel like that doesn't Toddy, happen. Toddy. Pretty cool. And um, that pretty much means that this is baseball season now. That's all we got. So y'all better like baseball because that's pretty much all we got. I know Little League World Series coming up soon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They got the video game coming out for it if you're interested in that.
1: And then four more weeks. NFL training camp. If you if you can't if you don't like if you don't like baseball, you only got four more weeks till training camp.
0: Which training camp does nothing for us, but
1: I mean it's the talks can
0: start. The talks can start.
1: Yeah, you can start to see who's gonna start to pan out, who looks good, because you know an OTA is a mini camp, no pads really, like no contact. So you know, offensive players look like gods. To everybody because Yeah, because they're not getting
0: smacked. There's no fear. Exactly. No fear. Training camp,
1: when the dogs become dogs, you'd see what rookies what Free agent signings are going to be some dogs. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you tune in. Um, i have having fantasy content coming back out soon, probably within the next week or two, because it's time to start buckling down and getting your team set, who you want to draft. I know fantasy drafts for dynasty leagues are starting out pretty early. So I know they're probably going on either this week or next week's and up until the season starts. So make sure y'all stay tuned on Instagram to check out G man's fantasy content. I got a lot in store for y'all this year.
0: Absolutely, and I can't wait for the fantasy content. I can't wait for fantasy football. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. So thank you guys for listening and/or watching. Make sure you follow us at Spectators Media on all of our platforms and subscribe to us on YouTube if you do not already. We'll be back next Monday with another episode. We'll talk some baseball. We'll vibe. We'll hang out. I'll see you guys then. You stay beautiful. Have a great rest of your week.
1: Go, aaron judge, baby.
0: Go judge, mink.